Volkanovsky versus Chen Sung Jung, aka the Korean Zombie. Dun, dun, dun! Hey guys, Fudge Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait, hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay, I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Fokonofsky, the campion. 23 wins, 1 loss. Of his 23 wins, 11 by KO, TKO. 3 by sub, 9 by decision. It's 1 loss by KO, TKO. The Korean Zombie, 17 wins, 6 losses. Of his 17 wins, 6 by KO, TKO. 8 by sub, 3 by decision. His 6 losses, 3 by KO, TKO, and 3 by decision. Currently, you have Volkanovski as a minus 800 favorite. What? The Korean Zombie, plus 550. Underdog, those are... Straight lines. We'll go, won't go. Five full rounds. We'll go. Minus 140. Won't go. Plus 110. Volkanovski wins inside. Plus 170. Volkanovski wins by decision. Minus 135. The Korean zombie wins inside. 8 to 1. The Korean zombie wins by decision. 15 to 1. Fight is a draw. 50 to 1. Wide, 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 wide odds. That's all we can say about it. Nobody is expecting the Korean Zombie to win the fight. Obviously, it was a little bit of a late replacement here as Volkanovski was supposed to fight Holloway again for the third time. That fight fell out when Holloway was injured. So there was some questions about who was going to get the fight against Volkanovski. Ultimately, they decided on the Korean Zombie, and here we are. Obviously, when you look at the Korean Zombies, a record, and you compare it against Alexander's, the Korean Zombie has faced a far better competition. That's just a, that's just the truth of the matter. Volkanovski is on a tremendous win streak, and he's stepped up, and he's won the fights he's had to win, even though the Holloway fight, especially the second fight, mm, I actually had Max winning that fight. I believe it was 3-2 in my eyes for Max Holloway. They gave it to Volkanovski. And I was interested in seeing a third fight between those two because stylistically they match up well and they're entertaining fights. And again, I thought uh, Holloway won the fight, the second fight with Volkanovski. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see that. But the Korean Zombie, who does not love the Korean Zombie? I mean, seriously. Even the people picking against him are like, Hey, if he wins, you know what? I may lose a little cheddar, but I like the Korean zombie. I mean, the dude the dude has a tremendous, tremendous fan base. But what's interesting to me is, when you look at the Korean zombie, 
especially in this matchup, pretty much all of his matchups, it's always about how heavy-handed he is. But when you look at his record, he actually has more submissions. Now, could that play a role against Volkanovski? Well, you saw the Volk got out of the choke from Brian Ortega. I mean, he did get out. But yes, if this fight was able to hit the ground, I do believe the Korean Zombie would have the grappling advantage. And I do think he could submit potentially Volkanovski given the right circumstances, the right amount of time in the round. I mean, obviously you have to give tremendous credit to Volkanovski for getting out of the choke against Ortega. That was no joke. He defended. He got out of it. He he was gritty. He, he's never going to give up. You could see he was he was willing to go out in that instance and I was on Volkanovski in that fight everything was going to plan until that happened and then you're like for a few seconds there you're thinking uh oh is this really going to happen like Ortega's getting his ass whooped is this really going to happen is he going to pull the rabbit out of the hat fortunately for anybody that was on Alexander that night that didn't happen and he went on to win a decision and speaking of decisions that's pretty much what he's been doing lately as he's went Four, five decisions in a row in his last five fights. Again, you got the Holloway fight, so, you know, that's expected. You got the Ortega fight, and you got all those. So that's uh, four fights right there that he's went to the cards. I mean, that's interesting because the Korean Zombie, while being known as tough, he has been stopped three out of six times. I didn't like the shot from Ortega that really hurt him again. He didn't see it, but I'll get to a point uh, of that in a second he didn't see the shot he was pretty much out of it the entire fight he came back in the fifth round and i think he finally got his senses back in the fifth round but it was too little too late against brown ortega ortega is not a big puncher and even though he has improved his striking tremendously he's basically was known as a grappler and people going into that fight thought that the Korean Zombie would have the advantage in the striking department. That didn't happen. He got caught. He got hurt. He was out of it for most of the fight. Ultimately survived to lose on the cards, but it wasn't very competitive. Now, the issue with the Korean Zombie is the way that he fights and his pressure style, sometimes he just gets overconfident that he's going to be the better striker, the more powerful striker. He's going to walk through everything that his opponents throw, and he gets caught. He literally gets caught with stuff that he does not see. What did he say against Volkanovski heading into this fight? I don't think Volkanovski can knock me out. This is the danger with the Korean Zombie, and one of the reasons everybody loves him, but it's also a detriment Sometimes he gets in there overconfident, not paying attention, not being defensively sound, and snap, crackle, pop. The next thing you know, he's hurt or he's knocked out. Don't even get me started on the Yair Rodriguez fight. Again, I was on the Korean zombie in that fight. Everything is going as planned. And then all of a sudden, a damn elbow takes the Korean zombie out cold watching that live i honestly thought it was a headbutt watching it live i honestly thought that rodriguez had headbutted the korean zombie and knocked him out it was only until the replays that i said wow this dude literally pulled this fight out of his ass and knocked the korean zombie out with an elbow these are the things that happens when you bet on the korean zombie he's Entertaining to watch. A hell of a fighter. Gritty, tough. He's going to give you everything he's got. But he makes mistakes. And against Volkanovski, I think Volk's going to fight like how he usually fights. I think he's going to be in and out, in and out, in and out. And that's the danger with the Korean zombie. 
is because if he's not paying attention, if he if he's not dressed down in defense all of the time, some of those spots where Volkanovski jumps in, you can catch the Korean zombie flat-footed, not paying attention, and a shot that another fighter may be able to take, or even the zombie would traditionally be able to take, does a lot more damage because he's not paying attention and he doesn't see it. That's the problem I see here in this fight for uh, the Korean zombie is that Volkanovski has the faster hands and the faster feet. I think he's going to be in and out, in and out, in and out. And I think that's why you see the line as high as it is. Now, granted, everyone's expecting that if Volkanovski does win, it, it will be by decision. That's more than likely how it would go. But again, there's some danger there simply because Zombie's going to have to press the fight. He knows he's going to probably have to stop Volkanovsky. And to do that, he's going to have to take risks. And if you know anything about the Korean zombie, he takes risks. This is why he's so exciting, but it's also why he gets caught, dropped, and stopped. So it's going to be dangerous, especially against Volkanovsky, who's going to be moving a lot, setting traps, and trying to catch the Korean zombie as he moves forward and make a shot that he would normally land that would, you know, land clean and, and score points, but do a lot of damage because he's going to use the aggression of the Korean zombie against him. So this is the real danger here if you're looking at over-unders or Volkanovski by decision because on paper you would think Volkanovski's been tending to go to a decision. Normally the Korean zombie is tough. Again, he can overcome. You saw that in the Ortega fight. And he's talented as well. He brings power. So will Volkanovski want to stand in there and trade with him? Probably not. He'll probably pick his shots, move around, points win for Volkanovski. But you've got to be careful about those shots that the Korean zombie doesn't see. There's probably going to be a lot of opportunities for Volkanovski to land like that. As the Korean zombie comes forward, gets over aggressive, and Volkanovski tries to time him coming in. Now for the Korean zombie, he's got to win inside. I just don't see any way he can win a decision. We already spoke about Volkanovski's movement, his hand speed, his fight IQ, the way he moves around the octagon. I think it's going to be difficult for the Korean zombie to catch him and pin him down. Speaking to the submission, the grappling, the wrestling, yes, he has an advantage, but it's going to be extremely difficult for the Korean zombie to get Volkanovski down in a traditional sense. Now, maybe if he lands a shot that drops Volkanovski, of course, that changes it. If Volkanovski slips or he's able to pin him up against the octagon on an occasion, he better do a lot with that because he has an advantage in the grappling. I think he has the advantage in submission grappling. And I think that's where he would love to have the fight against Volkanovski with Volkanovski on his back and the Korean zombie able to land some ground and pound and set up submissions. But I think it's going to be very, very difficult to get Volkanovski in those positions with a traditional takedown, a traditional clinch game so I think something out of the ordinary is going to have to happen for that to occur of course it's possible but when you're capping this fight and you're looking at it and you're looking at the odds obviously that's not a high probability that something does happen that gets the uh, fight to the ground and an advantage for the Korean zombie so he may have to win this fight on the feet there's opportunities on the feet for the Korean zombie to catch Volkanovski on the way in and the way out, just like Volkanovski is going to be trying to use the aggression of the Korean zombie against him. The Korean zombie should be trying to use that in and out movement against Volkanovski and time him with a shot that puts him on the on the ground. And then there you have it. This is where the Korean zombie needs to be. Get on top position, 
work your submissions, work your grappling, work your ground pound, and try to snatch the title. But he's got to catch Volkanovski. And he's got to be on point. We're back to the, you've got to be paying attention. Five minutes of every round. The Korean Zombie cannot lose focus here because not only does it set up an opportunity for Volkanovski to catch him with a shot that he's not going to see and really hurt him, but it's also going to limit the ability for the Korean Zombie to land a counter shot on Volkanovski, catching him in as he comes in or catching him out as he pulls out. The uppercut is there for the Korean Zombie to land on Volkanovski. He has some height on Volkanovski. Who doesn't? And he's got the ability to time the uppercut. The uppercut is a very good punch for the Korean Zombie. He throws it all the time. He lands it all the time, almost against every single person he fights. The opportunity is there for him to catch Volkanovski coming in or pulling out, specifically with the uppercut. But he's got to be on point. He's got to understand. He's got to get that timing down of Volkanovski, that in and out movement. And when he gets that down, he's got to fire. This is why it's dangerous for the Korean Zombie because... To catch Volkanovski, he's got to be willing to open up during the exchange of Volkanovski coming in or Volkanovski going out. And that's going to open up the Korean Zombie to be hit with the faster punches of Volkanovski. So I understand why people like Volk here because he's got this stylistic advantage over the Korean Zombie. He's got the speed advantage. The one thing he probably doesn't have is the overall power advantage or the grappling advantage. But again, when you look at the Korean Zombies record, we talk about heavy hands, heavy hands, heavy hands, more submission stoppages than uh, KOs, TKOs. So this is a difficult task for the Korean Zombie. I think everybody who's watching this fight would be absolutely ecstatic if the Korean Zombie wins this fight. This is probably, in all honesty, the last shot he has at winning the title. Very difficult circumstances, coming in on kind of short notice. He wasn't the original of the opponent, and he's facing a guy who's got a hand speed and foot speed advantage over him. That's going to make it extremely hard to take him down as well because Volkanovski's so stout, short, and he's very good at defensive wrestling, so it's not like I expect the Korean Zombie just to be able to shoot a double leg, throw Volkanovski down to the ground and dominate. I don't think that's going to happen. So Korean Zombie, if you like him, he's going to have to be on point. I mean, really on point. It may have to be just an absolute stunning, you know, marvelous performance or just get your ass whooped for four and a half rounds and land a haymaker that knocks Volkanovski out. Either way, I think the only way the Korean Zombie can win is inside the distance. For Volkanovski, again, most people are going to say he's going to win by decision. I get that. I see that. It makes sense. I just want you to use a little caution there with the way that Volkanovski moves in and out. And sometimes the Korean Zombie, he just loses focus inside the octagon. And that can be detrimental against anybody, even a non quote-unquote powerful hitter like Volkanovski, who most people would be consider a more of a overall, I don't want to call him a point fighter, but I would say a well-rounded fighter who's going to fight to his strengths, and he's not going to go outside of that box unless you force him to. So it's not like he's going to sit there and trade with the Korean Zombie unless the Korean Zombie forces him to do it. Volkanovski has no problem whatsoever winning the fight uh, via decision. He doesn't care if his next 10 fights are all decision wins, as long as he continues to win. So for the Korean Zombie to make this uncomfortable for Volkanovski and put him in positions 
that will open them up to be caught with one of those powerful shots from the Korean zombie or maybe slip up and get taken down and and now you're into a grappling match he's gonna have to make Volkanovsky uncomfortable he's gonna have to put him in positions where Volkanovsky has to do things he normally wouldn't do to try to get out of those positions and that opens up opportunities tough fight I really love the Korean zombie but I always tell you guys you cannot bet with your heart if he wins it's by KO if you want to sprinkle I mean inside the distance if you want to sprinkle a little something something on the Korean zombie do it inside if you're back in Volkanovski you can really really make a good case for Volkanovski by decision unless the Korean zombie falls asleep in the fight loses focus and is just allowing Volkanovski to tee, it, tee off on him with the hand speed you know, spin them around, move, reset, come back in, and the Korean zombie is just over aggressive, knowing this is it. This is my last title opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm going to leave it all in there. It's either me or him. If that happens and he forces Volkanovsky into that type of fight, then anything could happen. You could see one of those guys going spark out cold for sure. If he hangs back a little bit, if he doesn't push the pace enough, if he doesn't put Volkanovski in uncomfortable positions then you're going to see Volk do what he always does that's going to be in and out move around and probably win the fight on points that's it for this episode of Fight Junkie I will sock it to you tomorrow baby Fight Junkie out